0: Mississippi water tastes like turpentine. Got a gallon in Alabama, one in Spain, one in Louisiana. Gilded calling me Michigan water
1: tastes like cherry wine.
0: Mississippi water tastes like turpentine. Well, rock it on down to my house, baby, ain't nobody rockin' with me. Roll it on down to my house, baby, I need your company. Well, my mama and my papa at the PTA, and
2: there ain't no
0: tellin' how long they're gonna stay. So, rock it on down to my house, baby, ain't nobody home with me. Walk it on down to my house, baby, ain't no fun to be alone. Roll it on down to my house, baby, everybody else is gone. I mean man like I'm hearing is nobody else, and I sure hate to make this seem by myself. So walk it on down to my house, baby, ain't nobody home Shake it on down to my house, baby, I'll be waiting in the hall. Lay it on down to my house, baby, we're really gonna have a ball. Gather up all your records with a poppin' beat. You better put an extra pair of socks on your feet. And shake them on down to my house, baby, ain't nobody home but me. rock and roll a big hole in the floor so oh, rock it on down come my house baby ain't
3: nobody home with me uh-huh. ain't nobody home with me uh-huh. i said ain't nobody home with me where to go don't stop we are back i think we're here <laughs> where are we <laughs> we're nearby <laughs> we're nearby Wow. I just want to say this 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 is the, what, it, what a what a difference what a difference a generation. Is. Not really. Um, that last track was Justin Tubb which our first track uh, the uh, first song we played on the countryside of the, making was the artist Tubb walking the floor over his His son went on to have a couple little rockabilly hits, and went on to a kind of a mediocre, you know, success uh, being a country star yeah. later. But he had like that little rockabilly, yeah, you know, chunky. and like you <laughs> can still you can still hear his papa in it. <laughs> um, got this little compilation, little cheap record compilation, out of the recent alive something like that, and I was like, well, wow. didn't recognize any of the names. Oh it's the same. Film. Um okay, but yeah, the son of uh, Rick Rockabilly, and he made some good music. Uh, yeah, that's the truth. What else? Is, what else do we
4: play there? Know, we started off with some Carl Perkins, uh Only You and then followed that up with a little more Carl Perkins just to give him some love with I'm Sorry I'm
3: Not Sorry. You can't have too much Carl Perkins. There's such a thing I don't want to live in that universe. There's no such
4: thing as too much. Carl Perkins. Um, what else did... Uh, Went into some... Uh,
3: was it... Uh, Arlo
4: Guthrie? Or was it... Uh, no, no, no. no. The, the, the <laughs> Guthrie. Woody, Guthrie. Woody Guthrie. Woody Guthrie, sorry. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I
1: couldn't think of Woody. We were talking about life. generations. Yeah, so right? I, mean, I, I guess it's easy to get lost in conversation. There. No, that was Woody Guthrie.
3: Uh, what was the song? Hard uh, Travelin'. Hard Travelin'. Yeah, yeah, and uh then we went into some. Well, it, he's like a little more on the, you know. Our, so, um, oh, what do you do with the honky-tonk side? I was just going to include people like Elliot and Woody Guthrie. But um, yeah, we had a uh, hard living, hard traveling by. Uh,
4: Woody Guthrie. By Woody Guthrie, and then
3: Ramblin' Jack, Jack
1: uh,
4: told
3: us a really funny story. Um, it's called uh, "Michigan, Michigan Water Blues," and uh, he's talking about how Michigan water tastes like cherry wine. I, I, I guess he. I Michigan probably had a little better COVID back in the day.
1: Apparently, at
3: some point, Michigan river water, too. Like I'll i
1: I'll, ta- I'll take his word for it. Not gonna
3: argue. What else do we have here for rambling, Jack? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. where we went into uh, yeah, yeah. Justin Tubb. Justin Tubb uh, laying it down with some, uh, fun, some fun stuff. What are we doing? How's it going? <laughs> oh hey, I, I wanted to give a, a little bit of a. You know, how we're doing? Oh wait, uh, John Fahey. Well oh, this is Jim Leahy, and Ricky. <laughs> yeah. uh Playing uh, a <laughs> John Fahey, not Jim Lehey. So really beautiful. Um, beautiful stuff. I can. Uh,
4: background music it's good like getting stuff done music like for our project yeah, cleaning yeah. like just yeah. about
3: anything i well, sit down and play it <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> that is that is don't, that don't is tell him i've got proof i've got proof there.
4: tell uh, all my nerd secrets <laughs> oh
3: that's that's yeah. podcast that's, that's the, the least of them
4: <laughs> your secret <We're> podcast. <laughs> My secret <laughs> podcast. The <laughs> one
3: the one
5: that, <laughs> the one that Um Oh, wait,
3: wait, wait before we get away. I will get away. They always think that like a 2 hours I wanted to give um, give you uh, a little bit of a heads up. Uh, next week, we have a really fun show. Uh, episode four. Um, we're having our first special guest um, next week. And uh, it's, uh, who knows how it's going to be. A fellow named Flip Bits, who is uh, the lead singer of a, as he puts it, a hardly strictly Devo cover band, um, um, down with his banjo and give us a. What, how did he put it? It, was, it was a Devo Happy Hour. Instead uh, was like a payment, we must by uh, buying him some Whiz burger and get I which mean, we were already committed. not a problem. But yeah, next week we're gonna have the um, Flip Bits, Devo Happy Hour, and for the first hour and the second hour we're just gonna. Honest to God. That's next week. And, uh, like, it'll be fun? I, th- I think we'll. I think we'll um, but, uh. <laughs> 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 well, coming
4: up next, we got some uh,
3: John Prine.
1: Oh. Favori- a favorite of the loaf. A favorite
4: of both of ours, actually. It's played a lot
3: at the house. This is it's a a, it's definitely a house yeah. favorite. House favorite. Before I could talk. We're um, doing a sweet revenge. Yes. So so. This is the album, Sweet Revenge. Um, um, kind of a stretch for honky tonk
6: cha Ha-cha-cha-cha-cha. It's Wednesday, everybody. It's November. 11th yes it's november 11th i had to think for a second i was going to say the 13th but nay my friends nay it is wednesday november 11th maybe you're joining us live streaming on mutinyradio.fm maybe you're listening to this podcast post show this is the AltaCast here on mutinyradio.fm i'm your host pam benjamin i will be joined by my wonderful co-host latoya the sheriff of truth win we are going over the comedy submissions for the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival 2016. Because why not do it live on the air? It's all comedy. So uh, right today, last week we went through a bunch of them, but today we have 54 people who've applied uh, that we'll have to go through. But not all in one day, don't worry. If you wanna call in at 415-550-0511, and say, hey, I really like that person, or holy crap, turn it off, make that comedy stop. Just do that, 415-550-0511. Um, down here on the corner of 21st and Florida, 2781 21st Street at Florida. That's where mutinyradio.fm is located. Come on down. Come see a comedy show. They're really fun. Or like last night, they had improv. That's fun. Uh, this Friday is Thiastics Comedy Clubhouse. I'm going to be out of town because my best friend is an amazing human being and is taking me on a plus one weekend to Napa. Oh, yes.
1: I deserve it, you guys.
6: Anyways, I'm really excited to drink wine and sleep in a really fluffy bed and eat really good food and not have to pay for it. Which is so... um opposite of my, I had a little Facebook today that no one seems to like. I wanted to rant about intolerant people and uh, how we're killing each other in the world and stuff like that. But nobody cares, cause everyone's apathetic. Get a second Fitbit for your dog, you fuck. Give a shit about Palestine, am I right? Uh, hey, it's comedy time here on mutinyradio.fm. This is the AltaCast brought to you by Alta California Botanicals, the best tink in the biz you guys have never tried medical marijuana tincture, what are you waiting for? Go to your local dispensary and ask for it by name, Alta California Botanicals, or go to tryalta.com. See what's up. It's good stuff, you guys, promise. Uh, they not only fund the station, but they are one of the major sponsors of the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival 2016 that's going to be here at the station. March 2nd through 6th, that's five days. It's gonna be five shows every day. Every show is $5. We're trying to get a big national headliner for a Friday show. I'm really excited. I think it's all gonna come together. We have a couple sponsors already. One of them being Alta California Botanicals. Uh, Subliminal SF, a local awesome company, is helping us out with a bunch of our promotional logos and things of that nature. Aciento down the street, they're helping us out. PBR as a sponsor, so I'm really excited. It's going to be a super exciting time, I promise. So you guys are listening to the Alticast. Uh Whoops, playing behind me is Kope, as always. Gotta love her. Japanese Bjork. Like I said, I'll be soon, soon, soon. I will be joined by Latoya, the Sheriff of Truthwind. But until then, let's get into it, folks. Here we go. Submission eight nine one eight. Six six two. Zach Wiseman. We know Zach, but I told everybody they have to apply. Everyone has to apply. This is from um, Las Vegas
7: community. Woohoo! Thanks guys. Thanks guys. All right, shut up. Uh, you ever notice that cunts are usually the angriest about being called cunts? Just the observation I made. People tell me I shouldn't open up with shit like that, but fuck them. Um, sometimes I think that maybe Obama got elected uh, because a bunch of illiterate rednecks are in the voting booth and they're like, B, A, M, A, Bama, hell yeah, i vote for Alabama, I didn't even know you could do that.
1: Uh, good.
7: So 420, that's the, it's the weed holiday, fuck yeah, fuck yeah, right? People don't know, though, 421 through 429 is the meth holiday. You can't do all that meth in one day, right? They do. They think it's one day with a tinfoil over the windows. It's hard to tell the passing of time. (laughs) I don't get laid a lot, uh, and I think I'm fairly attractive, which is worse. It makes it worse, right? Like If I'm ugly, she wasn't fucking me because I'm ugly. That's simple. I can accept that. But this means girls aren't fucking me for my personality, and I don't know how to deal with that. It's true, that's, women are good, of, good judges of character. That's, uh, I'm an asshole. I, uh, I drink a lot, I make poor decisions. Uh, I get to on Facebook a lot. Like uh, this guy, he posts this thing, make sure your kids wear life jackets, kids don't float. Uh, so I left the comment, well they do when they're dead. That's just factual, that's what happens to dead bodies, you know? Yeah, he's not my friend anymore. He, uh, he ended that one quickly. <laughs> so the first fight, Mike Tyson ever got into. He was 10 years old and this kid from the neighborhood was fucking with his pigeons. So Mike Tyson knocked that motherfucker out. And to us, that's the first guy Iron Mike Tyson ever knocked out. But to them, dude got beat up by the pigeon kid. And that's fucking embarrassing. You're gonna have a rough high school life with that moniker. You know? <laughs> Good, good. So I'm listening to this 911 call. This guy, he put one bullet into his revolver, Uh, he put it to his head, pulled the trigger, took off a chunk of his skull, didn't die, obviously, called 911. Uh, So they send an ambulance, and then the dispatcher goes, sir, do you have any family that I should contact? Guy's like, yeah, I have a sister, guess you should call her. Then uh, word for word, dispatcher says, well off the top of your head, do you have her number? It's a fucking real thing that happened. It was a real thing. And I'm not much for puns, but that is some next level shit. <clears throat> I wish I had that presence of mind. And I like to think he was just sitting there the like, whole time. He's like, oh God, I, I, can, I can squeeze this inside. Off the top of your head, do you have her number? And then he high fives some other dude.
8: Okay, I'm done. Okay.
7: So people think the missionary position is that vanilla sex position, you know, guy on top, girl on bottom but it's actually uh, the position you're in when you're systematically fucking a native people out of their culture and heritage. It's uh okay. <laughs> Cause that's what missionaries do. I told that one time and this Mexican guy, he was like, hey, you should say that in Spanish. And I was like, dude, that'd be fucking rad. How do you say it in Spanish? Like, I don't know. I was like, oh fuck, they got you. The missionaries, Got you. Fuck. I'm sorry. Touchy subject. I'm sorry. So I'm sitting at this bus stop one night, and this guy uh, from his car in the parking lot behind me is like, Hey, man, do you have a cigarette? I'm a nice guy. So I run up, give him a cigarette, and I'm like, Hey, man, which way are you going? He's like, that way. I'm like, fucking fantastic. Same way my bus is going. Hey, man, can I get a ride home? Uh, without missing a beat, he says, Sure, if I can suck your dick. Uh, and this confused me, you know, because I'm like, what, I'm driving? Like, what the fuck? Because in zero of my weird sex fantasies has the driver of the car ever blown me. You know, that just seems unsafe, Yeah. And part of me is like, you, you, have, you have dignity, man. You just take the bus home, hit it hard tomorrow. And a larger part of me is like, you don't have any fucking dignity. Who, who are you fooling? That's an extra hour of sleep. Uh, and even larger part of me is like, this is fucking hilarious. You have to let this man blow you. Uh, so I get in the car uh, and he drives like halfway to the destination and like pulls off at of this alley. Like if I would have got out then, I'd still be taking the same bus, you know, so I'm fucked either way. Well, fucked one way, blown the other, and one of those is getting me another hour of sleep. Uh, so, so I stay in the car, and then, then it becomes real to me that I'm about to get a blowjob from a fat bald Mexican dude. Looks like he has a stack of hot dogs glued to the back of his neck, and I never imagined that to be my first gay experience. And then, and then, I realized that I've never pulled out a flaccid dick for a blowjob before. That just seems rude, you know? So I'm doing some mental exercises, tits and ass, tits and ass, it was working, you know? I, got, I had like a half chub going, but as soon as he pulls it out, like as soon as it touches his hand, it's like a vampire to sunlight, you know? It's like pouring salt on a slug, collapsing in on itself like a dying star. Uh, and that's how I know I'm not gay, like most of you people just figure. I've done the research. Okay. That's my time, I'm Zach Wiseman. You guys have a good
6: night. Zach Wiseman. Uh, definitely going in the in-town, made-the-cut section, obviously. Yeah, you know he's going in. I am joined by the Sheriff of Truth, LaToya. Good afternoon. She's gonna tell us the truth on this. I need her here, (laughs) you guys, because I am just too kind. I would be like, everybody's great. Everybody's so good at comedy. And she'll be like, okay, no. All right. But uh, Zach's definitely an in-town yes. All right, so uh, how was your week? Uh, It was pretty uneventful uneventful.
9: Yeah. Which is kind of good compared to last weekend. Last weekend I lost my phone and it was Halloween. It was a Ooh. clusterfuck last week, but Ooh. I like uneventful this week.
6: Yeah. Lost, where was your Where was your phone? I left it in someone's van. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. A big white van? Did they yeah. give you candy? A date rape van. They gave you candy? <laughs> yeah. And you. They did take my candy. They took my phone. They took your phone. Ah. So did, did you get it back or you have I did now? get it back. How, how, did, yeah. how did that magic occur? Um, well, I tracked someone that was that
9: other someone's friend, and so that's someone. Down. Yeah, and my phone was dead, so I'm just like, dude, I can't do that. Search my own phone. And by the way, I was trying to play it cold the whole couple of days I lost my phone because I'm like, you know what? I don't need a phone. I, you know, I have Facebook, blah blah blah. And then I'm like, I don't have a landline. I do need a phone. So it, it's, it sucks how your world ends when you don't have your cell phone.
6: So here's a question I have to ask you. Yes. I just, this one person here, Alex Vermas from out of town in Boise, Idaho. Her, her, her link didn't come through. I just need to email her and say your, your link didn't work. Her link, her link. Uh, yeah, definitely do that. And it's an HTML. That doesn't make sense. HTML. Anyways, it goes to a file error. What do you do when they fuck up? Do you just throw them away or do you take the time to give them the benefit of the doubt? Uh,
9: you, you can't email her, correct? I, I can email her. I, I would, I would you know what, I would email her because I know I would do something stupid like that if I was submitting something. But
6: her email address is vermacebooking at gmail.com. Let's read her, her bio. I can't believe her, her thing doesn't work alex vermice is filled with estrogen and quirky nonsense her (laughs) burdens in life will raise your spirit as she shares her experience working with mentally delayed children growing up in idaho and her struggle to be ladylike in a world where chivalry is dead alex has toured through nine states including performances in major cities such as denver colorado and chicago illinois she's a regular opening act at liquid laughs boise's only full-time comedy club she was a regular host of the subterranean comedy at Tom Graney's house in Boise. Or Tom Graney's, there's no house there. <laughs> I'm thinking it's like someone's farm somewhere. <laughs> a showcase they ran for over three years. Alex Vermees is the kind of comedian that will take your discomforts and place them in, in the center of your comfort zone. All right. I like that. She's not a bad writer. No. The first word she learned was fool. That's cute. That is cute. Uh, but, okay, so I'll, we'll deal with her later. We'll We'll
9: give you another chance, Alex.
6: Well, I'll have to email her and say, hey, none of your stuff came through. I don't know what to tell you. Um, Resend it. Yeah, resend it or uh, whatever. Okay, here's the next one. 8916759. This is KC Hunt. Already I don't like his video. There's a video behind his video. (laughs) He's from out of town. He's from Boise, Idaho. Look at all these Idahoans. That's cool, man. Uh, According to a former classmate, K.C. Hunt has had sad eyes since the fourth grade. Unfortunately, he'd much rather laugh into the mouth of the empty abyss than let comments like that get him down. Winner of the quarter hour of fame comedy contest number eight, K.C. is a regular host and performer around the Treasure Valley, opening for comedians like Sean Jordan and Andrew Slater at Liquid Laughs, blah, 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 blah. Okay, let's see if his thing works. We know it does because... I sure don't like the way this video looks. Already. See what you got, man. All right. Here we go. Casey. Casey Hunt at Patero's Creek Brewery in Fort Collins. No, um, Terrible. Uh, yeah. thought so you guys were quiet again. <laughs>
1: what
6: are you thinking about? Don't <laughs> you hate that
10: question? What are you thinking about? I really freaking hate that question. Fucking hate that question. Sorry. Uh, I don't know why I said freaking, but I, I hate that question because I think uh because I think it's thinking people with brains, you know, we get thoughts that just sort of roll through and you have no control over it. And you don't necessarily want to admit it out loud because then all of a sudden you're that guy that sits around daydreaming about what dog meat tastes like. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm not, I'm not going to eat a dog, but just sometimes I catch myself like, oh, that's a... Uh, Huh?
6: Opens a dog meat. Yeah. Great. I don't That's how it's
10: done. I guess what I'm trying to say, guys, is that I'm not gay. But the only reason I know I'm not gay is because I thought about sucking a dick. And if you're honest with yourself, that's there's always a couple. Of, oh, sorry to point. There's always a couple like this guy. Like, innocently, when you're a little kid, you're just like growing up, like questioning the world. Like you yes, ask your parents, like what is what is gay mean? You know, and they're like, oh, that's when a man loves another man or a woman loves another woman. And you're like, oh, that's cool. I can handle that, right? Uh, and then you're like, I mean, I love my best friend Jeff. He lives next door. He has a Nintendo. <laughs> I don't want to be gay anymore. <laughs> How am I going tell Chest? I mean, it happens. Like I've thought about it, you know. Like I think if it came down to it, like I could do like a hand job, like that. <laughs> <laughs> like if, if that's all it was. I don't know why I'm trying to mic it. Right? Advertising is evil. <laughs> <laughs> they are. I think uh, I think traditionally women have had it worse. Like I have to it's joke it's about Historically it's always been like, hey, you look like shit today. Buy this so someone will love you. <laughs> 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 to poke at your insecurities a little they just do it a little more subtly it's in the it's in the tone of voice it's like I, I heard this home depot ad on the on the radio and they were trying to sell um, their garden they were trying to sell flowers to men <laughs> and uh it was something like uh and just the way that he ends it his sentences pay attention because it just sounds like everything's gonna be a game changer you know like i didn't know they sold chainsaws or whatever but um, was, this is the ad that I that I heard was uh, these flowers have been rigorously tested to make sure they'll thrive in your garden all <laughs> season. <laughs> <Long."> <laughs> On people like me, that uh comes on is just like well, let me get this. <laughs> at Home Depot, we know men. We know that somewhere deep in your subconscious, you're secretly jealous of women's ability to gestate and bring forth life from their very bodies, and you're looking for the next best thing. <laughs>
6: Casey Hunt. Thanks for having me, guys. I liked it. I liked it too. He gets uh, he moves into the next pile. He moves he moves from uh, yeah. Uh, oops, I don't want to reply. I wanna where do I I wanna move to? This gets moved to out of town. All right, next up we've got Mitch Schlegel. Great name from Los Angeles, California video's not popping up, which makes me sad. Mitch Stagel hails from the mean dirt roads of Michigan. He moved to Los Angeles to pursue acting and screenwriting, eventually finding himself in a stand-up comedy workshop. He's since performed around Los Angeles at Backyard and Bar Shows, the world-famous comedy store, Mel's Comedy Hole, and at Morty's Comedy Joint in Indianapolis. All right. His thumbs are double-jointed. His favorite Power Ranger is Tommy the Green Ranger. Let's see his video. If it comes up with another broken link, oh here we go, Mitch Schlegel. Yes. That one. Oh, it doesn't look like I thought he was gonna look like. I
11: thought it was gang related. Maybe it was like an army construction crew.
6: Let's start that over. I don't know what happened. Please put your hands together for Mr.
5: Mitch Schlegel.
11: until I was like about 12 and then uh, I left the city to go live with my dad in a uh, small town in Michigan Uh, don't don't do that guys (laughs) I don't recommend that as a life choice Uh, I moved to a place where we got school off for the first day of deer hunting season everybody had like uh, the orange hats and the orange vests I thought it was gang related Maybe everybody was like an army construction crew. Uh, I don't know if you've been to like a small town of Michigan uh, 20 years ago. Uh, but like l- another little thing I noticed was uh, everybody's free use of the Edward. Yeah, yeah exactly. I wasn't, I wasn't exactly ready for that. I, uh, I was like a big Tupac fan, you know? I'm thinking, uh, there's no R in that.
1: <laughs>
11: <laughs> Turns out those guys were not uh, T-Hawk fans. Uh, another thing they like to say a lot was retard, but they said it retart. Retard. Uh, that's more offensive to me than the N word. <laughs> You're gonna uh, call me a retard, but you can't even say it right? (laughs) Who's the retard now? The fun
6: stuff. <laughs> that's, that's all
11: I want.
6: Oh, what happened? Why did it pause?
11: Sorry, my like, computer's uh, being like stupid. Team want twerk videos,
6: <laughs>
11: like eight sets of ass cheeks bouncing in unison. That's amazing. <laughs> or read, read articles about new planets NASA discovered. Kepler spacecraft. That's not their snapping pics. So I don't know if you're following this. Uh, if I'm going to feel like shit from Facebook, I want it to be because uh, my ex girlfriend friended a new guy.
1: Mm-hmm.
11: Who the fuck is this Amir dude? <laughs> <laughs> read a lot of uh, read a lot of uh detective novels when I was young, like Private
6: Eye stuff. I have to pause for a So that last joke that was about who's that a guy. Is that when you get friended by a person who isn't really a person and then they put stuff on your timeline? on your timeline? I didn't get it. I was confused. I, I felt chuckles in the back. I felt like I was supposed to recognize it. But then I didn't. What do you think about him so far?
9: I, I, I like the first two minutes.
6: I did too. I didn't like his opening opening though. I thought that telling us, giving us all the background about, I don't know. I didn't, I I liked it once he started saying, don't do that. That's a bad choice. And then I thought that that worked from there. But I felt like he could have consolidated that opening, like into one sentence instead of going on for like four. Sure. Anyways, uh, but I think he's more professional than some of the other ones I've seen. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so we're yes. two minutes in. We're three minutes into his eight-minute video. I just wanted to stop it. Oh, him. it's eight and, minutes. Yeah, Damn. and but we but we're not stopping it because he's he's good, right? We like him. We like it. He's not like he's not like the eight-minute one where I was like uh, I didn't even get through minute four. I, I wanted to gouge my eyes <laughs> on I never I never
12: saw
11: an ex-girlfriend, but I did investigate one. <laughs> The case was too easy to crack. She was definitely fucking other guys. Uh, so, I'm single now. Uh, the worst part about that is uh, back to using condoms. That sucks. They're, uh, they're pricey. I just spent $7 for a three pack. Like, I'm broke. I have to incorporate that into the cost of the day. Cheap. Makes me progressive, I
1: think. <laughs> Bernie Sanders,
11: guys. Bernie Sanders. <laughs> uh, fellas, don't get those dollar store condoms. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. the, uh, the brand name is Sensations, which is less accurate than you will get AIDS. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh,
11: fellas, your dick is going to rip through that dollar
1: Stuff. <laughs>
11: like, they'll let you, you know, knock around the back door.
1: Just don't want to barge a dick. have
11: to be invited. <laughs> like your dick's a
1: vampire. <laughs> I'm not one
11: of those, like, pressure girls into anal kind of guys. Because I've had it. I've had a finger in there. It was unpleasant. It felt anatomically incorrect. <laughs> Ladies, Fine the way they are. Don't go trying to dress those up.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you need to
11: do any extra stuff. <laughs> uh, also, they call it like going like going through the back door, but I always feel like I'm trying to sneak in one of those little shower windows. <laughs> like my hands in there, my shoulders aren't going anywhere. sober up into that situation and have to deal with it because <laughs> guys have experienced this it's, either, it's usually either pretty good or pretty bad uh, one time I woke up uh, well, I didn't wake up I like came to and been, like, with this like beautiful beautiful Puerto Rican chick and we're like big conversation but I don't know what we're talking about <laughs> have you ever met somebody for the first time after you hung out all night with them <laughs> I'm in bed with a beautiful stranger. That's well, no joke there, that was just awesome. <laughs> but then another time, I sobered up with my finger inside someone. <laughs> now the chick is going to fuck blackout drunk bitch. We're not all going to be winners.
1: <laughs>
11: like, I accept that. <laughs> but this chick was unacceptable. <laughs> I think the first thing I noticed was like her wart on her face, just kinda looking at me. Yeah. We're like, we're we're on a balcony. There's beard hands everywhere. I'm knuckled deep in this hideous beast.
1: <laughs> Next to us,
11: chugging a beer, is her little brother asking <laughs> I'm like, dude, Like a
8: bowling
11: ball. It wasn't all sexual, guys. It wasn't all sexual. One time I at this party, and I kind of come to, and I'm coming down these stairs, and the chick who's placed away, she's like, you shit in my drawer. You shit in my drawer. Shits in drawers. <laughs> guys, if somebody's accusing you of shitting in the drawers, something chance. i shit in a drawer. I got home and realized, yeah, hey, she She was correct. I did indeed shit in her drawer, guys. I got a lot of stuff to think about. I'm Mitch like, oh, You guys have.
6: I think that he definitely makes that out, out of town, town pile. Yeah, out of the town. Out of town pile. Uh, Mitch Schlegel enjoyed that. Wow. Uh, and he went all over the place. Butt sex. It was in a big theater. People were laughing. We were laughing. That seems to work. He why? looked comfortable. Definitely. Uh, why are the Why do the flies love us so much? I just cold too and when will they die all right when <laughs> oh. will they die here's another Boise idaho uh, we have a lot of yeah right yeah uh, we really trying to get out mundek clemenstein this is the name of M- mundek clemenstein once one uh, one time a sheriff's deputy in Buckeye, Arizona, told me to leave the town immediately even though he knew that meant walking into the desert with no food or water, because my life is a country song. That was the special stuff about him. He desired to perform stand-up comedy, has been the driving force behind Mundek Clement Stein's life from a very young age. He was able to get on stage for the first time when he was 17 years old, and the 10 years since has been performing relentlessly. He's a regular headliner, liquid last, blah 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 blah, 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 blah. All that stuff that they all say. All right. <laughs> uh, here is hopefully Mr. Mundet mm-hmm. Clemenstein's video. Up, oh, file not found error. These uh, Boise people don't seem to know how to send me <laughs> a video.
9: That's number two.
6: All right. right. Yeah, the second one from Boise. Moving down. To submission eight nine one six five seven nine no that's not the one i wanted i already said no to you three four okay this one all right eric warnock from bakersfield california you ever been to bakersfield latoya uh no i heard it's kind of uh is it depressing i think it's kind of a shitball Right. Oh, look at what this person did. He even made a mistake on... It's a you to I think I have to do this. I have to copy. Ugh, they're making this really difficult for me. making you work, Pam. Jeez, you guys. I mean, come on. Just do it right. It only takes two minutes on this thing anyways. That makes me be like... I think I need to take the period out of there. Let's try this. Okay, YouTube's this guy he says no I'm rich doesn't need to stay on a couch I was born and reared in Bakersfield California to a blue-collar household attained an associate's degree from Bakersfield College I've never been arrested and not an alcoholic or a drug addict although I do like to eat a little too much at times I told my first joke jibe joke when I was seven I've been studying comedy ever since that time I've been doing stand-up comedy off and on for the past 25 years but consistently for the past three, and he works PG-13, clean. But I can't find his. I can't find his thing. So I'm gonna have to email him too and be like, I didn't get your your video. Resend, please. Yeah, I mean, and that's really nice of me to do. Honestly, if you send, I think that a, like if a, lot of people a, a would real have, like yeah
9: they would disregard it like up oh,
6: up oh, they fucked up.
9: Sorry. Like with your resume, you know right if you're going on a job interview if
6: yeah if you're giving a cover letter and you misspell something in your cover letter they're probably not going to call you especially when they have 54 other applicants here we go this is ed giovanni ooh i like that name um he's from out of town he's from davenport florida nice he has a long bio in the short bio section oh wow (laughs) professional references bobby slayton tom rhodes dave attell and warren durso he has personal references from real comedians Wow. All right. He's. Wow. He wants to come to San Francisco. This is cool. I don't want to read his bio. It's too long. It's long. It's really long. Here we go. Let's see how funny he is. Mr. Giovanni. 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 This is from his own, I think, DVD preview, which is exciting.
5: Okay, when I'm on the road. And this is true. You kind of like start to get lonely, and you miss, you know, like your girlfriend and your family back home because you're on the road a long time, and you don't know anybody. And so you start to feel down. You know, you start to feel depressed. And I'm a comedian, man. I can't afford to fucking a fucking psychologist. You know what I
6: mean? <laughs> so I go to the only place that makes me feel. This is funny because he started his thing with the audience, with the audience, and not with being introduced as. But he's saying that he's taking it from his DVD, but the sound quality on it isn't really great. So I'm, I'm a little confused. But let's see if he's funny.
5: is I'll walk into Walmart. <laughs> I walked around Walmart for about 10 minutes. I'm on top of the fucking world. And I thought, I thought that Walmart was where Darwin's evolutionary chain broke. <laughs> Place that even makes people who go to Walmart feel good about themselves. <laughs> Have you ever been to a Golden Corral? <laughs> Holy shit! And all I want to know is it a coincidence that they always happen to be within walking distance of a trailer park?
6: is there more is that it oh no no always and i told specifically
5: uh, found out
6: not to give me a montage TV of clips before christmas
5: found out my girlfriend was bisexual <laughs> but, uh, guys you know what i'm talking about yeah, yeah. i thought finally i'm gonna get to see some girl on girl that doesn't even involve my computer <laughs> I found out what she meant by that was I had buyer buy her shit for her to be sexual. <laughs> and I'm a comedian and I don't make that kind of money. <laughs> but I tried. I tried. You know, I was talking to her a few weeks before Christmas and said, hey baby, you know, I, I, I'm terrible at getting gifts. Guys, back me up on this. We go to our go-to. Flowers, candy, jewelry. That's all we know, right? Yeah. Women are impossible to buy for. So I wanted to get her something she wanted. I said, babe, what do you want for Christmas? And she said, you know, as long as it comes from you, I don't care. But I really, really want to be able to tell all my friends that you went to Jared. <laughs> well, this will show you how fucked up I was. She wanted me to, she wanted to be able to tell all her friends that, that I went to Jared, and I did. Got her subway weight gift card. <laughs>
6: Jared, the and Jared store. is a jewelry store. Jewelry store yeah. And went to Jared and got a $5 Subway card. Yeah. Got it. Who would yeah. want them to go to Jared, though? It's not like the best jewelry. Tiffany's. Uh, basic Bitches. Oh, gotcha. Thank you. You're
5: welcome. a $25 card, right? That's like five foot long, people. Man, I tell you. So needless to say, I'm
1: single.
9: <laughs> Montage
6: montage of clips, which I asked not for, but what do we think th- thus far? He seems, I mean, he's yeah, working PG-13, I 13, which seems like
5: a... I don't have PG-13. They're not going to have that happen, and I'll tell you why. I was watching CNN. Did you know this country has a drugs arm? Do you guys know that? We do. We have a guy that's appointed to the captain, or whatever the hell he's called, of the war on drugs. And they're him, and They said, do you ever consider legalizing marijuana? considering that we have 17 states that have done so for medical purposes, and it seems to be going that way, on you know? And uh, he so said can't no, understand which anything. was expected because he's a
6: politician. And, uh, I agree. And this is from his DVD preview. It's like, did you record it No, he somewhere it's, it's the else? bootleg version. <laughs> right, but did he, the question is like, the whole thing is that then you need to, the raw sample of what to expect. Wait, I mean, does he have a, did he have someone else doing the sound? Was it like he must have had a boom mic in the front because all of those all that sound just came from the device itself, which is why it wasn't really great. I don't know what to do with this one. Put it in the uh I'm not going to say don't no. Don't ditch it. Don't ditch it. Then I just leave it.
9: Yeah. Out of okay. town
6: means that I really like him.
9: Um and I, it'd be better if like I the last one I'm like I just hear rum 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 rumbles. You
6: know? Right, right. So. This is Eric Wong. He's a local guy. We know him, I think. Yes. Um he's coming from San Francisco. He has a blog. That's all he put in his bio, short bio. Eric is a conference in San Francisco and has a blog. <laughs> right on. Short and sweet. This is at Neck of the Woods, which is um which is fun. It must have been on a uh, Danny Deshi show. Let's see Eric Wong. Okay, can you
2: let's
1: continue?
2: There he is. Okay, you're the next comedian that performs all over the Bay Area. Very nice guy. Also helps little ladies walk across the streets. Let's give it up for Eric Wong, everybody. Eric Wong, yay! So I do like helping little ladies do things. Just the other day, I saw this old lady in a wheelchair struggling to get up a hill. And so, as I am pushing her up this hill, we have a very meaningful conversation about pain, anguish, and suffering. And she really taught me how to let go. (laughs) And as she's flying down the hill cursing my name, I realize that time doesn't heal all wounds, but scabs do. Good job. <laughs> all right, you see, I'm trying to feel you guys out a little bit. You guys clearly weren't into thinking jokes all that much, and the long personal stories weren't really doing it. But the mean stuff seems to be doing okay. Do you guys like impressions? Yeah. Ugh, that's my impression of your actual reaction to that. But what if I talk like Kermit the Frog for my set? How'd that play? Pretty good? Good. Yeah, I know, you don't like it, but I'm gonna do it now even harder. So are you like me, folks? I'm starting to think that frogs and pigs will never understand each other. Hmm, yeah. You know, I've been in a committed relationship for a while, and uh, you know, we're trying to keep things spicy in the bedroom, trying out a little bit of BDSM a little bit of dungeon play. And uh, the other night, I'm talking to my lady and I'm telling her, hit me harder. Hit me harder, who's your dirty Kermie? <laughs> and finally, she turns to me and says, Kermie, knock me the fuck right out. You know, I uh, used to think that it wasn't so easy being green, and then I tried Bukaki. Yeah, it just got really too dark there. I should've just left it at, oh yeah! You guys like that. Uh, Women love masturbating to me. That wasn't immediately obvious. I uh, keep track of my masturbation stats. I think everyone should. It is really good for your self-esteem. Currently, my numbers are two-thirds. Two-thirds of the women I meet will at some point in their lives flick it to me. Now, concessions. First concession, if you're in your 20s and you have moderately normal body proportions, you're probably batting about 50-50. And that's good. Two-thirds is better, but 50-50 is good. Second concession, I know what I look like. I'm not gorgeous. I'm not Ryan Gosling. I'm not Channing Tatum. You don't lay down into a face like this. You get to a mug like mine on those days where you have just had too much time on your hands those days when power's out. You've used 90% of your data plan. you've already masturbated to your cute friends, your cute co-workers, and your celebrity shortlist, and you're at that part of the night where you're just going through people you know. And that's when I pop in there. And I'm doing this dance. Because some guys have money, some guys have muscles, and some of us like the wildly overconfident New Zealand Kakapo. Have a dance. And you'll stop yourself. You'll be like,
9: whoa! That was not cool. Clay Newman
6: has that. Clay Newman has that same joke pretty much about the ladybird, and he does this like blah blah that's much funnier than this guy. Oh, that the bird it does. He sings a little song too, but he does the same dance. No,
2: it's not. <laughs> But I can do this all night, baby! And after about five minutes, you give in, you finish off, take a shower, look yourself dead in the eye and say, Did I just masturbate non-consensually? Yes, you did. And it was adorable! I know, it's real, It's getting real in here, huh? Fuck! <laughs> I can't tell if you're laughing with me or you're super uncomfortable and don't know what to do! It's the latter. Um, But the numbers are on the rise. The numbers are always rising. With the idea
1: of masturbating
2: to me. It might not be tonight. It might not be tomorrow. It might not be for another month or two, but eventually you're gonna be alone, finishing up a very special episode of Game of Thrones. You'll be in the dark, and I'm gonna bump right in there. (laughs) And you know what the really fun thing is? Is I know, I know who is gonna masturbate to me. It's a skill, it's a superpower. Very beautiful women have this power, you have this power, I can tell. Oh, feedback. You know who's gonna masturbate. Oh, damn it, I wanted to go amongst the people, and the mic said no. But I will now demonstrate for you my special ability, which is how to tell if someone is masturbating to you. Here we go. not to me. That's the line. Okay. Well, then. You know, they say that uh, creativity is the love child of boredom. And if that's the case, then smartphones and the internet are condoms. Holy fuck, that's deep. I'm tweeting that shit right now. Good night, you guys. You've been fucking fantastic.
9: Give it up for yourself. Oh... Uh... I, I kind of like it because it's creepy and offbeat. It, it's not for your average audience.
6: Well, I, I mean, that's the thing, though. Where would I put this guy if I'm... I mean, I want an Asian. I mean, I don't want to <laughs> break it down to this, but... Yeah, I need to have a super gay person, and I need to have an Asian yeah, person. Yeah, because you have a lot of and, white, straight males. And I, yeah, a lot of white, straight males. I need to have some women. I need to have... I just wasn't... The audience wasn't wowed. It, it okay it
9: in the beginning it wasn't too bad i think the last like two minutes got kind of like okay all right the masturbation stuff yeah Ugh. but i like the fact that he was creepy see creep the thing is creepy makes me laugh
6: yeah i'm fine but. with creepy but he wasn't creepy enough you know what i mean He was. Yeah. Like, it wasn't like he was gonna rape yeah. you or anything if he's it, just it, talking about you
9: masturbating exactly to if he was gonna be Played this creepy role like he started he should have kept going with it yeah because he did end up losing someone me.
8: came up to me and said hey you're, you're so tall
6: you could eat out a giraffe this is quentin mascarlito Mas, mascarlito okay i bet he's from um la because this is at a flappers comedy which is in la here we go quentin mascarito Recently,
8: someone came up to me and said, Hey, you're so tall, you could eat out a
6: giraffe.
8: (laughs) (laughs) I gotta tell you, I had a lot of tall comments. (laughs) And with this one motherfucker doesn't realize is he just gave me the best business plan I've ever heard. I'm going to monopolize the giraffe kernel lingus market, people. I don't think female giraffes are getting good head lately. Fix that right up. I think I have some benefits from it, too. Never have to buy eucalyptus again. I assume that's giraffe's payment method. Eucalyptus. Also, If I master the giraffe pussy, something I'm very unfamiliar with, once I work my way back to the human pussy, something I'm even less familiar with, I'll rock that shit. Uh, I don't like when people use the phrase, Oh, so now I'm the asshole? Because usually, yes. That phrase is never followed by anything positive. You've never heard, oh, I just saved a bunch of kids from a burning playground, so now I'm the asshole? (laughs) Never. Uh, Men and women. What's up with that, right? (laughs) I
1: think
8: men and women. uh, They have different ways of perverting a relationship. I think they do. I think
13: women.
6: So this guy already, I think he's way funnier than the last guy, but I don't like Uh, his jokes either very uh, much. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. He's better. Like, the other guy just this guy exudes, he like, seems like a real comedian to me, right? His jokes aren't hitting it for me, but I still like him better than the other guy.
8: Perverted relationship with their expectations of it, you know? Like, so many women are like, I want a love story just like The Notebook. You know, If a girl came up to me and said that, I'd be like, I don't think you do, because okay, we meet, we have a great three months. Then you go off to New York, World War One happens, I go off with my buddy, he dies, I come home, my dad dies, I go apeshit crazy and buy a house. Meanwhile, you're all fall in love with some other guy, then you guys get engaged, get really close to getting married, then you come visit me, you're with me, you're with him, you're with me, you're with him, and okay, in the end, we end up dying peacefully in the bed. But meanwhile, I have three heart attacks and you forget me every five minutes. No guy's gonna wanna sign on for that. But guys aren't completely innocent, we know this. We we pervert relationships because sexually we're perverts. Because every time a story comes out, Mission Viejo teacher sleep with student. There's always that one guy who's like, man, where were all those teachers when I was in middle school? (laughs) No, be thankful you didn't go to a school full of child molesters. (laughs) Girls do not do that. Girls do not see an Amber Alert and are like, man, where were all the guys in early 2000-mile Toyotas when I was seven? (laughs) Somebody's getting dick tonight does not happen, but I mean guys, it, it just, it just kind of happens as we grow older, if you think about it, like, like when I was in elementary school, like my crush, that was like the biggest secret in the world, you know, and then like once I get to middle school, I'm like, alright, yeah, I kind of have a crush on her, her, you know, maybe, and once I got to high school, I was like, oh, you weigh less than me, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> Come on! I made one joke about wanting to fuck a fat girl. Now I'm an asshole. Call <laughs> <laughs> back. Trying to do comedy things hard because uh, I always want to try to relate to as many people as I can, and uh, I think I'm getting better at it. You know, like, uh, like really old people. You know, like uh, you lived through the depression. I live with depression.
1: <laughs>
8: and uh, women. Uh, I'm skinny, so I'm also cold all the time. And, uh, for my brothers out there, people also assume I'm good at basketball. (laughs) Uh, the only people I suck with are, like, men. Like, I'm not good at relating with men. Like, this one time I went on a job interview, uh, for a hardware store. And the guy was like, hey, do you have any background in hardware? And I was like, sure, not a strong answer. But, uh, he's like, okay, you will have a tool. And he's like, alright, can you tell me, is this a Phillips head? Or is this a flathead? It's like, ah, oh, fuck. 50 50 shot. Phillips head? It was a hammer, guys. <laughs> Enjoy the rest of the show.
6: Yeah, that was a cute closer joke. Uh, he looks so innocent. Quentin, out of Huntington Beach, young comic who's currently making splashes throughout the Southern California comedy scene, is born in 94. Oh my God, he's really really young let's corrupt him <laughs> he's 21 he just turned 21 <laughs> wow well and put him in the out of town thing put him in the box eric escobar this he's out of gardenia california uh, 1990 he was born all these young guys described as dark tall and awkward eric escobar is a comic you will not want to miss let's see this hit or is miss. this hit or miss. Oh, this is and he did this in uh this is uh, from Idaho Laugh Fest, twenty fifteen. So he seemed to have no problem He's getting his oh, the, the go, big audience.
4: I can't believe he did that whole set with his eyes closed. Did you guys that?
1: Focus! Oh
4: my god. I've been watching you guys, you're a great crowd, but I've already picked out my favorite audience member. It's this guy, right here. Man, because this guy doesn't laugh at jokes, he just gives, like, nods of approval to everything. People are telling their jokes, and you're just like... <laughs> when there were jokes that you didn't like you would give like a death stare to every comic you would just be like (laughs) it's great man Uh, I'm so excited to be here man Uh, I'm from Los Angeles and uh, the night before I left someone got shot Right outside my apartment, and I was freaking out because it was the first time I've ever used a gun.
1: <laughs> Absolutely horrific.
4: And I came into town, and I love Boise. You guys are crazy. Like this guy came up to me as soon as I came in, and he asked me this loaded question. He was like, "Yo, man, are you pro-gay?" I was like, "Whoa, I'm not even amateur gay." <laughs> Guys, get a league! Can I, can I I'm gonna draft you. Let's go. Let's go. And then he gave me a nod. It was great. Nice to see
1: you.
4: Uh, once I got into town, I, uh, I started inventing uh, games. I play games wherever I go. And I invented a game you guys can play it here in Boise. It's very fun. It's called Homeless or Hipster. <laughs> in an alley, they're homeless. Alright, safe to say. If they're like, I don't know, wearing a bunch of flannel and they're like at Starbucks, they're a hipster. Alright? But if they got a big old beard and they're pushing around like a grocery cart full of empty PBR cans, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, it's tough. It's so tough. But it's good to be here, because I have such a shitty roommate back home. Like, make some noise you've ever had a shitty roommate. It that is the worst. And if you're quiet right now, you were the shitty roommate. So uh, think about that and be your dishes. All right? Ah, so, uh, I got a horrible roommate back home. She's so like loud and annoying, and my mom. And, uh, man, she gets mad at me over everything. She got me smoking the other day, and she freaked out. And I'm like, what's the big deal? It's only meth. But my mom. She's great. She's this adorable little Filipino woman with a really thick accent. Like, I remember when I was growing up, she would always be like, uh, Oh, Eric! Eric, Eric! Do you want to see the ocean? Do you want to go surfing? Do you want to go see the beach?
1: The
4: what, Mom? Do you want to see the beach? No, I don't want to see Grandma right now. Get off my back, jeez. Filipino, because I'm a vegetarian, so I don't eat dog. But
1: uh...
4: <laughs> I gotta fucking nod, you're racist. Man. So, <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> it all works out though because my dad's Mexican and it's fun being Mexicano, you know? Because <laughs> they even each other out. Like some half Filipino, I'm 24 and I'm already losing my hair. <laughs> Thanks for laughing, assholes. Hold on a sec. But it works out, because this is about Mexican. By the time I was five, I could grow a
1: mustache. Uh. Stop. I do hate my
4: Mexican last name. It is Escobar, because everyone hits me up, and they're like, Oh, Escobar, are you part of some kind of Colombian drug cartel? <laughs> and it doesn't really bother me, because they'll be dealt with. <laughs> I will. Um, guys, I, uh, very sad, I just got out of an eight year long relationship not too long ago. Eight year long relationship. Thanks for your pity. Um, let's have sex. But nah, man, I'm actually gonna get pretty personal. Um, she would want to have sex like five or six times a day. And if I was lucky, (laughs) one of those times would be with me. (laughs) (laughs) What a hoe! That's what I say. What a hoe. So now I'm doing the online dating? That's super weird. I'm on black people meat.
1: <laughs>
4: Heads up, you do not want to spell meat wrong, okay? <laughs> Completely different website. <laughs> I still get texts. I'm always like, oh, who could it be? Oh, it doesn't even fit on the screen. Uh, I did meet one girl online, and it was super weird because uh, the first time we had sex, she started crying. And I was like, whoa, are you okay? And she was like, yeah, I just, I just really like you. I really like gummy bears, but I don't cry when they're inside of me. Until there a little while but we had to break up because our lives were going in two completely different directions. Like she currently makes six figures a year as an engineer for Boeing. My last paycheck was a bag of weed for telling dick jokes in Coeur d'Alene. <laughs> How do you put that on your taxes, alright? You like a W420? Or what's going on? <laughs> the stoners got it. Patio three minutes after the set. It's, uh, fun. Oh my god. Um, so I do this, I also got a couple day jobs. Um, I work with kids who are autistic, but uh, during the interview I thought they said artistic. <laughs> so I get there on the first day and I'm like, whoa, you guys can't draw for shit! <laughs> oh my god, except for you, Timmy. is that the Sistine Chapel? Great job! Oh, how many toothpicks? <laughs> Um, I have another job uh, where I teach improv because it's in juvenile hall, um, which is great because if you're a 16 year old murderer, the one thing you want in your life is a little theater,
1: right? (laughs) uh,
4: uh, This is a true story. I'm going to say it's a true story because everything I said before this was um, a (laughs) lie. I was doing an improv workshop one time, and I was like, all right, guys, I need a suggestion for an improv scene. And this kid, all the way in the back, goes, yo, peanut butter jelly sandwich.
1: <laughs>
4: and out of nowhere, the whole place started rioting. I don't know what's going on. A security guard pulls me inside and he's like, didn't you know, peanut butter jelly sandwich is underground gang talk, but we're about to shank someone.
1: Oh, <laughs> NO! THAT IS NOT COMMON
4: KNOWLEDGE! Okay?
1: <laughs>
4: I've never been in a situation where it's been like, Can I have that for your PB&J? Oh yeah, sure! Ah, why'd you do that? <laughs> I fucking warned <mourn> you. <laughs> oh my god. I'm not a big fan of kids. Like, I'm gonna tell you guys a very personal story. Um, I tried acid for the first time recently, and um, I was having a crazy trip, when my little brother walked in and asked if he could try something. That's like the one thing you do not want to hear as an only child. But um, I'm out of LA, uh of the comics from the are out of LA, and a really wonderful, amazing comedian named Robert Murray, um, he passed away last night from a heart attack, very sudden and very sad, so um, I want to dedicate this last term to Robert, because uh, this was his favorite joke that I did, and he's a great guy, so here it he goes. Um, I'm really fat, and, uh, and I'm on this new diet, where instead of eating, I just smoke cigarettes. Uh, you lose a bunch of weight in the beginning, and then a bunch more during chemo. Uh,
5: Laugh <laughs> 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 yeah. for cancer. Laugh for cancer.
4: Actually, uh, Robert and I did a cancer benefit one time, and I told that joke, and it killed
1: Absolutely. <laughs> uh, uh, thanks to us, <laughs> my name is Eric Jessica I- Yo, yeah, have a great night!
9: Yay! Yeah. That was, I think that was the funniest one I've seen. Yeah,
6: he was really great. He's great, and he gave us a full ten minutes, which was really nice because we kind of got to see him, you know, open up and and a lot of his. He had he was great on stage. He was I, he's a definite in that out of town pile. Definitely. Yeah. Yay. You're my number one. Yeah, right now yeah. he um, because otherwise, oof. <laughs> I mean, well, it makes it helps me make more sense of some of the other ones too okay now this is a guy who keeps contacting me i don't think i've seen him live i don't he's never really supported the station or been here for anything <laughs> but he's like "Hey, get me on one of the let me know when i can be on one of those PamTastics." and i'm like when comedians do that i'm like so you could support the room a little bit before you start i don't know especially if uh, where is he? he says we're out of town, Clovis, California. Maybe he's far away. I don't know. But I see him on the internet all the time. So I'm like, okay. Oh, why
9: is that name so familiar?
6: I don't know. All right. Well, here we go. We're gonna check it out. He's at the Chuckle Nut Laugh House. I've never even heard of him. <laughs>
14: You know, it's crazy, because sometimes all oh, and good times, like if you have like a new girlfriend or a boyfriend or whatever, you know, you got to bring them around, you know what I mean, or somebody sets you up. You know, so you always got to be careful. Some of you guys got some online dating, because I can see it in <laughs> here. Some of you guys are like the result of some online dating, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> he's a rental man, you know? Damn, it's like, he looked in the picture. You know we all fall for it. I talk to many, anyway, it not as matter me. <laughs> my electricity. <laughs> i to email them motherfuckers, you know. <laughs> it's crazy though, man. I hate relationships though, man. You guys hate relationships? They get old, don't they?
1: <laughs> blind ones
14: are the worst, right? <laughs> Isn't the band we get hooked up with something like a blind date or something or blind something, like, oh,
4: that'd be good for you, that'd be good for you. And they never
14: are. I took it for granted one time, you know, because my one of my brothers, you know, he set me up with this girl. And she was cute, you know what I'm saying? Had a nice attitude, everything was great. She so like only had one problem. She was bigger than a motherfucker. I mean this bitch was so fat, he had to jump out the coochie with her umbrella. You (laughs) saw.
1: It was wild
14: too, man. Like I said, she was cool. Everything was great. But I mean this bitch was so big she created her own overcast. (laughs) But she was cute and she was nice, so I tried to stick it out. But man, every time I hung out with her. I was 15 minutes later, everywhere I had to go because it took me an extra 15 minutes just to walk around a fat ass. <laughs> now I know what you're thinking. I know what you're thinking. It don't take 15 minutes to walk around somebody, but it did. Every time I tried to pass her, I was like,
1: "Go go 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 go.
14: No space. Y'all don't like that.
6: Up uh, so montage. Like, y'all right.
14: Y'all right. I don't. do y'all running it out here. it in church. You
6: I'll okay. We know he's urban, <laughs> but I haven't laughed. Y- I don't. I don't know. It's the old school fat jokes. Old school fat jokes, but there's yeah. nothing new there necessarily. That's what I'm saying. Right. But there's nothing original, or he's still he hasn't wowed me. And then I said no montages, and he montaged. <laughs> right. Montage. I mean, I'm thumbs down right now. Do you think he can save it in this next section? He better save it.
9: <laughs> I'm bored too. All right. I gotta make sure, man. I gotta make sure. Oh, I guess I
14: should turn up. <laughs> <laughs> All as as y'all alright? <laughs> you know, I learned, man. Yeah, I learned something crazy about myself. I learned I love rejection. You guys don't. You guys didn't laugh. <laughs> you in between too. All right, okay, whatever. <laughs> spring all soft and moist. I wish I could just cut me up a slice. Give me some butter and jam and I'm gonna tear that ass up. I was able to sell vagina by the loaf. Put it on the shelf right next to the motherfucking rainbow. We talked about relationships earlier for a hot second. Oh, oh, I another
6: me. montage. I'm tired
14: of them though for real man. I'm
6: totally tired
14: of relationships. I remember this one time man I was dating like this girl.
6: Yeah. Beginning
9: segment, he talked about how much he hated relationships.
6: And then he just said he loves relationships.
9: Now we're back to, see, now you just lost me. Why'd you lose me? He lost me
6: when it says on here, it says, it says uh, link to your five to 10 minute video, not a montage of clips. It specifically says, give me a straight 10 minutes up to 10. I want to see it so i'm because he didn't follow the rules i'm putting him into the no pile because you know what though because i i did i i hate i mean i i hate to do it but i sometimes you got to do it
9: well he was being repetitive so uh you know i hate relationships now i love relationships and that was all in one set so right there's no joke but the
6: thing is that he was wearing the same clothes and then he clipped it up which means that that those jokes, which I didn't think were very funny, there was stuff in between that was worse. <laughs> that's what that means. Yeah. That's they, what that means. They, to edited, me. it they out. edited it so that. Well, so it your was next out. comic
15: coming to the stage is the Bebop to my rock steady. Please put your hands together for Joni Quinn.
6: Helium! <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is this is at Helium. This is at H- Helium in Portland. It's Portland's like punchline, basically. Sweet. She must, she's Portland. I am, because I'm not home. I have four kids, from three different
16: mothers. I like to think that makes me the Angelina Jolie of Southwest Portland. And we didn't do it the traditional way. We didn't do it every two years. No, we accidentally had them every four years. 20, 16, 12, and eight. I changed diapers for 14 years. I finally got the last one potty trained and then I started to leave. Where are the parents? We have parents in the room? Our whole lives are about poop and pee. I'm either pissed off, the shit's hitting the fan, or I'm getting trapped from a kid. And I know there's married people in the house, I can see you not touching. <laughs> I've been married 23 years. I met my husband when he was in medical school. Yeah, he had me convinced he was a freelance gynecologist working out of his car. (laughs) Those were the days. But ladies, you know what, he's awesome because pretty much every night he still says those three magic words that we love to hear. Wanna get
1: some?
16: Sex after 20 years of marriage is a lot like the Portland traffic reports. Exactly the same every time with no alternate routes.
1: <laughs> Slowing
16: in the curves, stop and go in the tunnel. I tried to spice things up. I told him I was ready for a threesome. Yeah, me, a quiet hotel room, and a big-ass bag of Taco Bell. Yeah. You know what really gets me in the mood? Neither do I. I'm tired. I don't live strong. I live tired. My husband will call me at the end of a long, hard day with the four kids, and the two dogs, and my prolapsed bladder. Be like, oh honey, can I get anything on the way home? Mm Mm-hmm, yeah, get laid.
12: I'm tired!
16: I'm over 50, I've got an eight-year-old. I'm hanging out at playgrounds with 20-somethings. you know the ones with their one baby? And their waist? They bend down in their low-cut jeans and show off those cute little tattoos. Do you know what shows when I bend over in my low-cut jeans? My Icy Hot Patch. Oh, and they show off because they can go brawless. and I can't because, well, they get caught in my low-cut jeans. I hate wearing a bra. If it were up to me, we'd all be braless today. Even you, sir, yeah. look the way God intended them to, like a long, raw, stretched-out pizza dough, (laughs) with a single pepperoni in the middle of it. (laughs) I just ruined pizza for that side of the room. (laughs) Oh, you know what? And sometimes those young mothers they mistake me for being my kid's grandmother. I know, duh. When I'm with him, I'm not smiling. I used to get upset about it, but now I just go with it, because eventually my kid's going to misbehave, and then I'll just blame his parents. Oh, his mother's a crack whore, and his father, vegan, which is way worse than being a crack whore. Sometimes I'll really kind of go with it because it'll be fun to pass out some really bad advice. Yeah, I'll just go with it. I'll wait till one of their kids is throwing one of those fits, you know the one where their heads spinning around and green goo is flying out, and I'll be like, oh, honey, you know, I found that half a Prozac crushed up in their juice bottle will shut that shit down. Yeah! My oldest is at U of O. we have any Duck fans in here? You do realize that this is American Sign Language for Vagina. Which is why I think it's a way better hand signal for Oregon State. Go That's my time.
1: Thank
9: you very much. definitely in the yes pile, yeah.
6: Thank God,
9: there's a breath of fresh air.
6: Right? We didn't even have to like deliberate. It's like, oh, we just get to watch a great comedy video. She had me laughing. Yeah, oh my God, me too. I was a big fan of, and
9: Portland people are great. I was just getting bored with all the like, you know, masturbation and...
6: Yeah, those young guys, you know. It was nice to get a mom's perspective. Right? (laughs) Yeah, gotta have different stuff around here. so, our next guy, his video's not showing up at the top. Web page cannot be found. It's another 4R4. 404. I'm striking out today. All these 404s. These comedians aren't paying attention to their... Right, are high. Uh, right. AltaCast. Yeah. Hey, you guys, this is the AltaCast brought to you by, thank you, by Alta California Botanicals, best tink in the biz. Go to your local dispensary and ask for it by name, Alta California Botanicals. Uh, six delicious and uh, efficacious medical tinctures to save your life, Wow! absolutely. Uh, go to tryalta.com and check them out. They're also one of the main sponsors behind this Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival 2016, March 2nd through 6th here at the station, all the shows, yay. So if you guys can't make it in real life, uh, you can listen online and they're all gonna be podcast. It's gonna be a great time, I'm very excited. All right, so we've had five uh, or four submissions now that have not had videos that we can watch that I have to contact. Ooh, Todd Farnham. We know this yeah. guy. Uh, let's see. Here's his video. Let's see if he if it worked out for him.
1: <laughs>
6: you know, I love Todd Farnham. He's a host of Ship of Fools every Friday from, uh, 11, from 10 to midnight here at the station. But um, I've never really seen him do comedy other than Post. To watch this video, please provide the correct password. Uh-oh. Well, uh, all right, Todd. Todd. Todd, I'll talk to you soon. I, I, talk, I talk to him all the time. It's fine. <laughs> I just texted him. He has a show here on December 5th. It's going to be some cool talk show thing. Uh, three, nine. And the funny thing is, he doesn't even really have to apply because he... uh. I'm giving him his own show to book for a ship of fools. I'm like, you're already here, you're already doing it. So, I was sort of just a formality. He's playing by the rules. He's playin- I, I appreciate him yeah. playing by the rules. Oh, this is Belinda Carroll. I really like this comic. She has booked me in uh, Portland a couple times and I think she's very funny. We'll see what her video does. Uh, this is Belinda Carroll out of Portland. Oh, here she is in Seattle. I like that the Portland people are. <laughs>
12: we'll go slower if you need to. It's fine. But, I'm but I'm just like totally, completely different from my family in a way that's so profound. Like I have 22 nieces and nephews
6: because apparently my family went to the Sarah Palin School of Contraception. This is at Jai Thai. I love this place. It's a Thai restaurant in Seattle that has comedy like four nights a week. Maybe they're like almost like brainwashed now. But the best part is they have this happy hour that starts at 10 p.m. and their IPAs are three bucks and so are their crispy spring rolls.
9: So that place is always packed.
6: Yeah, it's always packed. (laughs) Yeah, it's a great, it's a great thing. So they have an early happy hour and they have a late happy hour and they do tons of comedy and they do comedy until like two in the morning. Oh wow! So they're great. So this is Belinda Carroll uh, at Jai Tai. (laughs)
12: I'm like,
6: it's not
12: shut it down whenever you want. <laughs> you don't have to see how many people fit in there. <laughs> it's ridiculous. And so my niece calls me. My niece, uh, she's going by Trixie now. And that's true. And uh, she calls me 17-year-old, 6 years old, having a baby. And I'm like, how yeah, come will come baby shower, and um, I hate baby showers, because like I'm the type of person that I know what to do at a dungeon party, but I've absolutely never thought I'd what to do at a baby shower. <laughs> and so I always end up with a baby gap, trying to decide between a monkey rattle or a pink elephant, or if I should just plan for her future, and buy her a bottle of Boone's Farm and a GED home study course. <laughs> so. I went with the elephant, because in my family, you should get one of those in your room. So she calls me and the baby's name is Star. That's what she decided to name the baby. And I'm like, should I get her like my first stripper kit? Like what? Like you're asking for your child to ride the pole at the point you named him star. I'm sorry if anybody in here is named Star. But I do. Job opportunity for your <laughs> yeah. We'll have a
1: good time. <laughs> yeah. But
12: yeah, it's, it's, it's awkward being a lesbian when you're this femme. It's like, I'm never going to earn my diet card. Like, I don't know how to play pool. I don't know how to change my oil. Oh, yeah. The only power tool that I've ever owned is the shape of a dolphin and has written <laughs> <and> a beast. <laughs> <laughs> I did however get a fabulous fashion sense, a flair for high drama, and the ability to dance in six-inch heels. So basically I'm not a lesbian. I'm with Paul. <laughs> I have to take like that. It's very difficult. I'm not wearing my high heels tonight. Although aren't these shoes fabulous? Aren't they just red? That's my right. body. my shoes! Um I'm not wearing my my high heels, uh, because I sprained my knee getting out of my Spanx, (laughs) which, I don't know how many of you have worn Spanx, but I'm guessing it's Seattle, so they fully have the (laughs) dudes. only a sex education problem in this country. Because instead of absence only sex education, we need to go to spanks only sex education. Because if you can get them offered, you deserve to (laughs) bother.
6: That should just be the rule. Um, Stay tuned to my 2016 Senate campaign. I've never worn Spanx. Have you ever worn Spanx? I own a pair. Yes. You own a pair of Spanx. Yes, I do. See, I love Spanx jokes, and I totally understand them, but I I can't relate to them. I still laugh because I know what they are. Um, my friend Mary Alice McNabb used to have a joke about the pop and fresh. Like you're <laughs> like the it's like the pop and fresh dough. You crack it. You crack the seal. You like, and it's like all the
9: oh uh, everything else.
6: Your muffins, all the dough comes out. All the, all the muffins. Dough. Exactly. So yeah,
9: I just I, bought a pair. You, you
6: wear. You just bought a pair. Do you like them? Yeah, but I feel old because I just bought a pair. Right, it's like a, it's like the new girdle.
9: It is, it is like it's the a, new girdle. It's a nice,
6: it's a nice way to say girdle. What do you think of Blenda Carroll so far?
9: I like her. I, I like that I she's just, queer. The, 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 it's the audio.
6: It's like hard for me right. to listen the a audio bit to. Right, the audio sucks. It, you know? But she looks great. Yeah, she does. She's a big girl, which I like because I'm confidence, confidence, and uh, she just said she was queer. You gotta have some queers in the festival. Oh, fuck yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. She might be. And no dick jokes. <laughs> Not yet. Yeah. Uh, Well, she said the thing about the clown car, how many people can fit inside her vagina, which I thought was very funny. But, I mean, I guess that's hands or something. Or or toys. Or rabbits.
12: Um, I would actually think about
6: running for office because I would find
12: out what I did in my 20s. (laughs) I was slutty. I, I had so much sex for sports that I had my own category in the REI catalog. Except for I don't like the new sex conversation anymore. And I don't know how many of you fuck women in here, but they like to talk a lot and process. (laughs) And I don't mean like the first time when you're a blackout. That doesn't count. But the second time you have to start talking about what you like, what you don't like. And sex is the only time you're excited to make the same noises as when you stub your toe. if I believe in God, but yet that's the name that most often comes up in my bedroom. (laughs) And it's not like I would say the name of another fictional character. 25 I was, until I realized that everything I said made me sound like one of the golden girls. <laughs> I'm like, back in my day, we used to have to watch our porn on And I think that's part of my, my, my thing, like it's part of my problem, right? And so I didn't date for like two years. I was like, need some alone time, light some candles, you know, do myself whatever you do when you're single and almost 40. And uh, and so I, uh, I took some time off. And then I realized I needed to start dating again because I realized that my junk started to look like the yard around an
9: abandoned building. <laughs> <laughs> like the
12: grass is all overgrown two pit bulls fighting for <laughs> There's like a broken down Camaro. The <laughs> fence that says no trespassing. Um, and so I had to start. I just did. And uh, I was being a trans guy for a little while. And uh, if you ever want to confuse the fuck out of your family, start getting somebody trans. <laughs> They're like, uh, Belinda, could you go back to being just gay? <laughs> so my niece Jenny calls me and she's like, um, I'm really right on Facebook. They have a boyfriend. Did you, like, uh, switch teams? <clears throat> and I'm like, no. No, I didn't switch teams. I just go on a more confusing one. <laughs> Think of my sex life like soccer. Nobody knows what the fuck is going on until I soar. <laughs> Guys, and I wish Oregon would legalize weed. Let's put that out into the universe, or whatever you believe in. Um, Because what Oregon needs is to be more high. I I, I mentioned I have uh, Republican brothers, so I have uh, a Tea Party Republican brother, and uh, and, uh, we're getting the game. fight a lot, right? Because he's all like, Bible, you know? And, uh, <laughs> you know? He's always like with the same argument, you know? Like he just memorizes one thing and that's what he says, you know? And he's like, well, you know, homosexuality is against the Bible. That's why y'all can't get married. And I'm like, if God thought homosexuality was such a big deal, don't you think he would have put it in the top <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> ten? magazine part of the Bible. It's like, uh, it's like, uh no, uh, no shellfish, no mixed fibers, no white shoes after Labor Day. But, like, if you're gay and you're in the closet, like, lying is in the top ten. Yeah. So basically you're using a felony solution for to an issue. <laughs> You're committing murder to cover up like a trespassing charge. <laughs> it makes no fucking sense at all. I just don't get it. And so I was doing this college and so I was talking about gay marriage and stuff, and this woman comes up to me and she goes, Um, I've got a uh, different argument about gay marriage. And I was like, well great, let's hear it. You know, it's college and she goes, I am all for gay marriage. As long as Consensual.
6: More see, and you know what? She did it right though. She gave us the uh, the 10 minutes, but that she did a 20 minute set there, obviously, because she started in the middle of her set and it ended before she was done. So she we got to see w- loved us wanting more, definitely wanting more. She definitely is moving on through the pile. Holy Toledo, You know this next guy. You guys are listening to the Altagast here on mutinyradio.fm, brought to you every Wednesday uh, by Alta California Botanicals, best tink in the biz, also funding. The Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival 2016, March 2nd through 6th. This is the Altcast. I'm Pam Benjamin. I'm joined by LaToya, the Sheriff of Truth Win, helping me make these important decisions. We're weeding through, you guys. You're helping us too. If you have any comments you want to tell, say I really like that guy. Four one five five five. Everyone, One That was George Chen. Hey, Sean how's, the kids.
15: how's it going, new friends? Woo. Yeah, right on. <laughs> uh, Let's talk about it. Uh, I'm uh, I'm not religious. I'm not one of those angry atheists either. I don't really get that when I see people being all pissed off at religion online. It's like we get to sleep in on Sundays, man. We won. Settle down.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm not
15: angry at religion. I'm just kind of. Confused. Confused by it, like, like, have you ever thought about prayer, like, as a concept? Like, God has a perfect plan for all of us, but I'm asking him to change his mind on a few things.
1: <laughs>
15: like, God's up there getting convinced.
1: Like, you know, this
15: guy makes some pretty good arguments. I will allow a small business to succeed, <laughs> but he's still getting cancer. <laughs> I'm trying to be more offensive in my act.
1: <laughs> I went some mean, fun.
15: I love offending people. I don't get why so many people, like, are upset about political correctness. Like, you can't say nothing. This is the golden age. You can say anything. People just blog about it. It's not that hard. Like, hey, PC cops, you can't say nothing. Horseshit. You couldn't say nothing before political correctness. Back in the day, that's when you couldn't say shit for real. Like, in the 50s? A woman, for example, couldn't say something like, I'm a small business owner. <laughs> or no.
1: <laughs> case it got better. <laughs>
15: Problem political correctness unevenly applied. Like San Francisco, it's supposed to be a politically correct fucking haven. No. You go over to Fisherman's Wharf here, see the seals and the sea lions or whatever, they're just out there making fun of mentally handicapped kids all day long. No one saying shit to these assholes. Arr, arr, it's not okay. If you're offended, I'm on your side a line in the sand. Uh, offending people is new for me because I am an anxious person. I have anxiety. Th- I've always tried to avoid offending people my whole life. Uh, I don't know, any of you guys got a problem with anxiety in the audience? Yeah, yeah, yeah! Celebrate that shit! Celebrate it! I've decided... I'm, I love my anxiety, goddammit. Anxiety, you know what it is? It's fucking exciting. It's a thrill a minute. I have 30 full adrenaline rushes a day, I have never been bungee jumping. I don't need, I don't need to go bungee jumping. Anytime a group of white people put cameras on helmets, I don't need to be involved in that activity.
1: <laughs>
15: Dog extreme sports. I think the reason why people do that shit is because we've evolved as a species running away from predators. And we're hardwired for that kind of like fear, intensity, excitement. And that's why people do that dumb shit, because we don't have predators anymore. We look at our phones until we can look at Netflix. It's very different. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I don't need that shit, because I still have predators. I got lions and tigers and bears all over the place, man. And the guy that knocks on the bathroom door when I'm trying to take a dump. (laughs) People in a crowded elevator that might think I'm breathing wrong. Uh, This next part, this isn't normal to anxiety, this is smelling weird shit If somebody wooed for it earlier, don't look at them sideways, Uh, it's just me, this is gross, but if I get nervous enough, I will become gassy. Yeah, because life isn't hard enough. (laughs) Why not? Uh, Why not, but also why?
1: (laughs) Why? Like,
15: from an evolutionary perspective, why would gassiness be my fight or flight response? Is that like a squid releasing ink to escape a predator? (laughs) Some meathead dude goes, hey, nerd! And I go, and I run away. more about myself, because that's what this is all about. Uh, I I work for TaskRabbit. I don't know if you guys are familiar. Sure. Uh, TaskRabbit, if you don't know, it's basically, it's, it's like Uber or Lyft. But instead of for chauffeurs, it's for servants. <laughs> they can do the different skills and tasks, like you can wait in line or clean people's houses or it's service. Uh, there's all these different options. Me, I just build IKEA furniture and I've never been happier. <laughs> so good. I love it. Uh, although me building IKEA furniture does feel like a sad parody of what's happened to American manufacturing. <laughs> that other countries build shit 95% of the way and then send it to me with some cute comic book instructions and adorable little Allen wrench, like, who says Americans don't build anything? (laughs) Look at that end table. I think Americans build some things. Yes, they do.
1: Uh, (laughs)
15: So I'm going around to people's apartments and shit all the time. Really getting to know this, uh, this Bay Area that we live in. And it scares the shit out of me. Uh, because personally, I'm, I'm one of those people, I think that we're basically sprinting headfirst into the apocalypse. <laughs> like Some people are like, hey, maybe let's just jog, uh, is the debate global warming and shit, we're done. We're done for, we're doomed. The apocalypse is imminent, and we are the worst generation to possibly face
1: that shit. We
15: have no post-apocalyptic skills at all. We're worthless. Like at my job, sometimes I bring my tools, sometimes I don't. I was in this dude's apartment one time, and uh, I didn't bring my tools, but it turns out I needed a hammer. I said, hey man, you got a hammer? And he said, oh, let me text my roommate.
1: We're fucked! We are fucked!
15: We're done for! We got, what, this Etsy-crafter generation of knitters is gonna clothe us after the apocalypse and wear (laughs) one scarf every eight months? We we have no post-apocalyptic skills. I keep thinking about my grandparents' generation, how much tougher they were, better able to handle the shit that I see ahead of us. You know what I mean? Greatest generation. These people (laughs) built America's infrastructure. They defeated the Nazis and kept Jews out of country clubs.
9: <laughs> wow. I only <always> mention
15: that <laughs> to remind you that while our grandparents were heroes, they were racist, sexist, homophobic, alcoholics.
1: <laughs> Goddamn, last one of them.
15: Oh. I remember my grandpa picking me up from middle school and the talking GPS had just come out. You know the British lady going, "Turn left ahead," and my grandma's elbowing him, "Charles, it says to turn left ahead." My grandpa just looked at me in the back seat and said. Goddamn women in machines telling me what to do. <laughs> this isn't why I fought the Krauts. <laughs> I said that one time at a show, and a guy, a German guy, German American guy, came up to me and was like, hey, you should say Kraut. And I'm like, nah, you should be cool about that. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta let that one go. Away. <laughs> So before I leave, I'm going to try to convince you guys of something. Uh, Is my belief that dogs are the ultimate evidence of human evil. Uh, it's not their fault if you're a dog person. I'm not attacking dogs. It's not theirs. It's our fault. Like Humanity goes on trial. Dogs are exhibit A. Uh, because we made them. Yeah? We took the gray wolf, and we turned it into the teacup chihuahua because we get lonely. <laughs>
6: Unacceptable,
15: that is? We genetically tortured uh, one of nature's great predators into a pencil limbed thing that goes in purses. It's crazy. Dogs aren't from nature, right? There is nothing natural about the way a pug breathes. (laughs) We did that shit to another animal. Be adorable than be able to breathe right, <laughs> and we succeeded. Pugs are cute as fuck.
6: Thank you. Guys so much. Yay! Great, great set by Sean McKenzie. That was good. Really great. Totally in the in pile. That was a really great. I mean, the top four have been great.
9: Yeah. The last four. The last
6: four. We're in a good. Um, he's in the in town pile. Yeah. Right, Katie Carnes. Oh, she's giving us a something from the punchline. She lives in Oakland. I don't know why I don't know her. Uh, she's a stripper. No, really. She's been out there hustling in the barrier for two years now. Great right, right. girl. This is her first time at the punchline. Uh, it is oh she got eight minutes. Jesus, did she run the light? Uh, here we go. Make it loud for Karen Karma, everybody. Oh, he didn't know her name. Katie Carnes. I hate it when the host has no idea what the fuck they're doing. He was that host even though I don't even know who that is. I'm just
13: gonna say that it's Katie Karma, but that's all right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Katie Karma, hi, nice to see ya. You. you do look like a good crowd, hey. Having a good time? You having a good time? All right. Um, I got some good news for you guys. I think the drought's over. Hashtag rain happened the other weekend, right? So it's like done. We're over. We're done. We're done talking about it. You're over it, right? Stupid. I, mean, I don't gotta, like, save water anymore. I've been doing a lot, though. Um, I did a lot to save water. You're welcome. Um, the thing that worked best, though, was me shaming my neighbors by taking a shower in their sprinklers. Yeah, so i go over with shampoo in my hair and just, like, save California. They turned it right off. It was great. <laughs> and I had, like shampoo in my hair. Was not, I had to think it out more. Um, I also switched all my water to wine, but I'm not going to give that one up because uh, <laughs> you guys, I'm having like a real good time. Yeah. And I suggest you come on my path, and make, you're on my path. Oh, I like the champagne. Very classy. Um, so s- just drink up
6: tonight. Is what I'm saying. Maybe I'll. She's super nervous. You can tell. This is because it's her first time at the punchline. Here. Uh, Oops, Sorry. No, no. <laughs> <Sad>. <laughs> um, so this guy asked me the other day, and he's like, "What do you do? What's your
13: business card? Who are you? What, what is this?" You know, it's like, "Oh, you know, I'm just, I'm a hustler. It's just what I do. I'm a hustler. I'm a hustler, baby. Yeah?" And he's like, "No, you're not. You don't know what that is." <laughs> I was like, yeah, no, I'm pretty sure I do. So I googled it right in front of him, right there. It said go-getter. That's all it is. It also said prostitute, but that's, that's, just, that's the point. Um, so basically what a
6: hustler is,
13: is just someone who knows how to get money from others. That's, that's me. I'm a hustler. I am. I'm, I'm a massage therapist. I'm a photographer. I'm a writer. I'm a comedian. I'm a yoga teacher. I'm a stripper. So I'm a hustler. And I've known this for all of my life. I'm a hustler, baby. Yeah. I just want you to know. So I wanted to get that point across to him, so I slipped in my business card and then I stole his watch. Suck yeah. it. Um, I've known that I'm a hustler all my life, all my life. (laughs) I found a picture of myself as a kid slinging ICs on the corner. And I knew that this is where it started for me, the love of taking people's money. And that was a great business model, by the way, because my dad was paying all the overhead and I was just making pure profit, just money, you know? Um, but it wasn't big enough for me. I wanted to get bigger, I wanted to get better, I wanted to go around the corner. So I started, <laughs> I started a delivery service in my Barbie car. It was great. It was beautiful. But then I was working too hard. I was doing all the deliveries and the input. I couldn't do it. So I had to get my employees, which the neighborhood kids, I tricked them for working for me um, with Barbie rides or Barbie car rides and ICs. You give them sugar they work real fast. What can I do next? I don't know. Go fucking deliver that. I don't know. (laughs) It was great. But then I got a little crazy, you know, money and the power, it just, it overtook me. I was five, you know, like, the power. So I said, you can't work for me unless you go home and you steal all of the cookies and then you bring them back to me. So they did. They went and got, got all the cookies, brought them back to me, and then we'd have a bake sale, sell them back to the neighborhood. Right? <laughs> Fucking genius. I'm a hustle baby. Um... So, you, you would think with all of that business and beautiful business mind that I got, I'd be super rich, right? No. Still a broke bitch. But that's all right, because I got a plan. Mm-hmm. I got a super plan. I'm just gonna meet a man. Seems like what everyone else is doing. <laughs> so that's what I'm gonna do, but here's the thing, you guys. I have, the worst
6: taste. I can't. I can't watch it anymore. It's just. It's. It's not good. And I hate that she went up at the punchline. That means she hung out at the punchline for a whole year. And that's. And she's sending this out. Ugh. I'm putting it in the no pile. I'm sorry. I wasn't getting any laughs out of it. Here we go. This is George W. Bush. You know, you know who this is. I know who this is. <laughs> this is George W. Bush. This is one of my favorite people in the whole world. George W. Bush. I'm, I'm a fan. I am a huge fan. Uh, George W. Actually had a set last week at, uh, at the Ship of Fools, which was really, which was really stellar. I want this video to work. Come on, video, play for us. It's funny. I love George W. Bush. He, um, he's actually going to be hosting. I already told him he's going to be hosting. Uh, he's going to be, because I mean, it's George W., right? Yeah. He's going to be hosting the uh, uh, Who You Voting For show, which is the political show. So I figured who Why better be than George to have w? George W. Bush yeah, be <laughs> the... Uh,